for God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the republic, neocrusader.com. Thanks for joining me on episode 15. The title of this episode is Fake News at the Bechtel Summit. And wow, what a what an interesting 24 hours it's been. Uh, today is July the 25th, 2017. And this episode was initially going to air yesterday. The president, the president was in town and I did, I, I, stu- I went across some some protesters 30 seconds from my home um i mean literally in my neighborhood and uh i live on the outskirts of the bechtel reserve um and <coughs> it was um an interesting day the president being in town obviously uh, in my hometown a uh, very small you know population it's we're not a big town by any means but we're one of in, in my personal opinion when uh, the most awesome, beautiful towns in America, in the world. But I'm digressing. Um, I interview these people, and I, I guess I'm gullible. I don't know. I, I, I try to take what people tell me for, for uh, you know, um, the truth. And, you know, obviously, I guess... You know, maybe that's a bad trait to have for somebody who who wants to dig into uh, corruption and tyranny and everything like that. But um, I show up and I ask these people, you know, what exactly is you know what exactly is your take on things? Why why are you here protesting? Um, there were I got out of the car and there were some overtones of Soros-backed protesting. I got out of the car and immediately you could hear healthcare is for healthcare is a human right not just for the rich and white. And so you know that that's a diversionary tactic um to drive the wedge, the divide and conquer, you know, pile every um you know Caucasian in America into the privileged class because, hey, just because you're white, here's your here's your um, health care card. But I'm digressing. There was evil on both sides. And I recorded um, about a 30-minute episode yesterday before, before I hit the news. And um, the reason I'm calling it fake news, I, I don't know. It, it, it was a hectic day. But... Um, the the local Fox affiliate Fox CBS affiliate picked me up. I know people that that work there that decent people, good people, but um, you know they they sort of stopped me after my interview after I finished with with the protesters and were you know finished my interview, which is below the media player. Please check it out so that you can get the entire story. Because um, once this came out on the web and then, you know, actually hit the the news cycle, um, I literally couldn't get into my office today um, without three people sort of being miffed at me about. um, They were under the impression that I was protesting. Um, the, The report had me listed as a participant um, just like all the other protesters, when they would give their name, they would put participant underneath. I wasn't participating. Um, I was no more a participant than uh, uh, Miss Mackey was um, of CBS 59 and Fox 59, WVNS. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I didn't, if, she, if I was a participant, she was a participant, I, I'm assuming, um, because... I was just there to find out 
you know, were there any Antifa people in my, uh, in my neighborhood? First of all, I didn't see any masks. It was a peaceful protest. And, and the clip that was used on, you know, on, on the air was actually me praising the protesters for a peaceful protest to her credit. You know, it, she did say we were not on the same page. Um, and she also, um, you know, let, let me quote and say, you know, I, I gave a really good America come together. I guess they, they, I guess that was kind of my point. We need to come together. Um, I said in my last episode, you know, I, I want to try to get away from the right and left paradigm. I'm looking at a deeper drive than, oh, somebody has a leftist ideology or somebody has a right leaning ideology. Um, you know, I, I want to find the, the shadows. And um, I'm, I'm kind of glad I was misrepresented in a way and misquoted because, uh, by the way, in the on the web, um, you know, I said that's, uh, I, I am quoted as, part of the quote is, you know, West Virginians are, are basically, you know, expressing their opinions, you know, speaking their minds, and uh, that's what makes America great, whether I agree with them or not. Well, in the article she put, that's what makes West Virginia great. Well, Mountaineers are always free. They are. And that's what makes America, you know, West Virginia great. But, um, you know, I, I just came away from these people believing that, you know, they were, you know, unpaid protesters. And I'm only stopping, I'm only, you know, going to go with one um, because, and I mention it um, later on in the episode, but I'm just going to mention it again. Um, usually when a protest happens and you see printed material, actually professional printed material, traditionally that indicates that there's some type of political action group out there. <laughs> and so um, usually the handler will, will present themselves if you come in asking asking the wrong questions. And so um, she clearly presented herself as the handler. So I, I said something uh, to the effect of, are you, you know, are, are, you the, are you the A-team leader or something like that? And um, she immediately said, yeah. Um, and uh, so... The news, the Register Herald, um, had her listed actually as the um, the organizer. But in the video you're going to see underneath uh, this this podcast, she kind of tries to back away from it. Um, I do apologize; the audio isn't the greatest, but it is eight minutes that proves I was not protesting. I was not a participant. I just came in and wanted to, um, you know, to to discuss. Um, if anything, I was in a participant in an anti-protest, but you know I wasn't protesting. Uh, you know, everybody has a right to to speak their their opinion, so I wasn't going to be like Antifa and come in and thug and bully. At one point, she does make the statement in the video that I'm yelling at people. I, I wasn't yelling; I just was elevating my voice. I, I don't think that anybody who has ever listened to these podcasts believe that I have an overpowering voice um you know so i did uh, have a little bit of elevation because you know there there was some uh there was a little bit of uh uh volume going on there at that point at one point when they first asked me who i am i go to explain who i am and she literally looks over and tells them going ahead so they start they start back up protesting um and you know hey God bless America, but um, it just kind of following who this person is, um, the the Register Herald um, accredited um, Alexandra Gallo as the um, the leader, um, you know, the organizer, and she was sort of the the person that um, that presented herself to me. So. Um, you know, at, at that point, um, 
you know, I started looking a little more into, well, who is Miss Gallo? And um, one of the first things I ask in my podcast, I mean, I'm sorry, one of the first things that I ask in my interview with them is, who's from West Virginia? Are you all from West Virginia? Now, um, Miss Gallo, I don't know how long she's been in the state, but um, she is from Pennsylvania. Um, she was born and raised in Pennsylvania. So, apparently, she's she's was not born and raised in the Mountain State, but she was the first person to yell, we're all from West Virginia. So, hey, if you moved here, Miss Gallo, and you are a mountaineer now, hey, that's cool. But, um, but I have, the, the issue that I have, um, the, the biggest issue I have that is that I also asked, and I, I do have you on film, I have you on video saying, nobody's paid. Nobody's here to, to protest, um, you know, and, and get paid for it. But the biggest issue with that is that you work for the West Virginia Citizens Action Group, Miss Gallo. And so, um, you know, I once I learned this, and I, I took you for a teacher. Uh, that's that's what I thought maybe you were. I, I thought maybe you were an educator. You obviously are very intelligent. Um, you know, you obviously, um, are good at what you do, but, um, you get paid to do it. So you're a professional. So you were there and, you know, it, it, it sort of bothers me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go into your, um, profile that you have on the uh, West Virginia Citizens Action Group website under staff, and I have a link to that underneath the media player. Um, From her biography, um, Alexandra joined the West Virginia Citizens Action Group as a development director in November of 2016. Alexandra was born and raised in a suburb of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, She holds a Bachelor of Science in Health Science from James Madison University. Alexandra has focused her career on fundraising, increasing civic engagement, and um, sustained community participation through issue-based advocacy. Now, she began her career with Clean Water Action in New Jersey, where she organized to protest clean land, air, and drinking water. And since moving to West Virginia... Alexandra has worked as campaign staff director for Our Vote, Our Future, and as a field, um, and uh, also a field organizer for West Virginia Free. She's a proud member of the NAACP, the Tuesday Morning Group, and the Kiwanis Club. She serves on the steering committee for the Our Children, Our Future campaign, and also is a board member of the West Virginia Interfaith Refugee Ministry. So um, that's some. Um, that is a lot of um, hats, and it's a lot of acronyms to 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 keep track of. You you're a very busy person, but um, the thing that bothers me is that. Some of these organizations that I and I want to get this episode out tonight, so I'm going to link through as many as I I, I actually can, and I will I will edit um, and uh, amend as I run across new things, update this this podcast. But um, yeah, uh, the uh, clean water action is linked through Soros, through America Votes. And um, so there is a a link to uh, Soros funding. But, um, you know, 
the India the NAACP, of course, um, is it makes no um, you know they they don't hide the fact that um, they happily take money from the Soros um, George Soros. Um, you know there there's a ton of other things in there, but um, you know West Virginia Free and in the video you're I, I believe you're wearing a, a, a t-shirt, uh, Miss Gallo that. Uh, was a, uh, a, I guess, some type of West Virginia Free um, type of logo on it. And um, they are a um, a pro-abortion group. Um, I've, they are, you know, obviously there are, it's, it's just a spider web. Um, so the links are going to be underneath the, media player. So, um, yeah, just, just start. It's a rabbit hole. Um, the, the people that, um, just, if we were paying, if we were playing, uh, the game, you know, seven degrees of bacon, um, she would be just a degree or two and George Soros was bacon. Um, I'm not saying she's ever met the guy, but I'm saying she knows people who knows people. And she has worked f- for groups. She has organized for groups and, and associated with, with groups that are not only, you know, Soros-related, but also Solinsky-related. Um, one of the the biggest concerns for me is the Our Vote, Our Future um campaign that, she, you know, that, that, um, the group that she is with. And, uh, that is, um, that's sort of alarming because, to me, because our view, our vote, our future is also linked to the National People's Action, um, group. And what that is, um, it was a group founded in 1972 by Methodist minister Shell Trapp and activist Gail Sincata. Um, the MPA, also known as the National People's Campaign, is a Chicago-based Alinskyite community organizing group dedicated to, progressi- to, blah, 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 to progressive social change. Now, this is, uh, I'm reading this off of Discover, I'm reading this off of discoverthenetworks.org, so, um, and it's linked, so go ahead and take a look at it, but I'm sorry, anytime I hear the words Alinsky, and I know that the rules for radicals are somehow being applied, I know that it, it doesn't end well. You nothing that is ever dedicated to Satan ends well, ever. So, um, you know that that's all there, um, and it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting parallel to um, you know for sure to look at the um, that history, and now the our vote our future West Virginia, which by the way. Um, on Our Vote, Our Future, West Virginia, that website has a very, very interesting um, PSA that they recorded um, that Ms. Gallo is is in. And in it, um, they claim they're hiring. Now, I'm not saying that... I, I don't want to say that Our Vote, Our Future was present there. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm not sure still who was there. Um, there were, um, there were signs for, uh, healthcare for America now. Um, who is, uh, George is linked to George Soros. Um, the, um, 
you know, I mean, just, it, it just, it's a rabbit hole. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I decided to, to call the West Virginia Citizens Action Group and, and speak with somebody there just to verify that, that, you know, she was, she is a paid activist. Um, she's not just a, a concerned teacher, which I took you for, um, you know, so I'm going to go ahead and play that clip, let you listen to it in its entirety, um, and then, uh, then probably what I'll do is just cut to, um, the whole first part of this, um, episode, which was recorded on the 24th, the day the president was in town, um, at that point, I was unaware that, uh, you know, that I was going to be labeled as a participant of this, of this protest, and also that, uh, you know, everything just, you know, this whole George Soros, Sorolinsky, weird, creepy stuff is going to roll out of the, the, you know, West Virginia's political closet here. So, um, so go ahead and take a listen to, to the, um, this little clip, and uh, then we'll just go ahead and cut into it. Enjoy. Citizen Action Group. Hey, how are you today? Good. Good. Hey, I was wondering, uh, with your with your group, um, the um, the staff they're they're paid staff members, correct? No, or do they all volunteer their time? We have uh, a lot of volunteers, and we have some paid staff too. Okay. Um, would people, I, I guess, the people on your main page, the or on the uh, contact WV uh, CAG. Um, your st- under your staff, those are, those are paid staffers, though, correct? I haven't looked at the webpage in a while. Um, I, don't, I don't remember who's on there. How about Alexandra Gallo? Is she uh, is she a paid staff member? Uh, yeah, she works here. This is her job. She works full time. Okay, so she is a full time organizer then. Okay, um, are you all um, linked to any type of uh, Soros related funds or anything like that? Do you receive any type <laughs> of Open Society? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, but if you have a, uh, you know, if you have some some way to help, you know, with funding, we're a pretty small, low budget operation. We have folks who work because they're they believe strongly in the work that they do, uh-huh. and they have um, could probably get much better paying jobs doing things that they don't agree with. But um, they people they here work no. for a pretty low um, income level. Yeah. I understand. Um, yeah, you know, and, do you have any any uh, insights as to how we can get some of that money? Because I keep hearing about it, but I've never seen any of it. You would take some Soros funding money, I'm assuming, then. <laughs> no, look, <laughs> if that's what you're trying to get me to say, you know, you oh, can. Oh, I, I, this, I'm not trying to do a hit piece. I just, uh, uh-huh. I just. Uh, Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name's Sean Pino. I, I actually met uh, some of your uh, protesters and uh, your uh, development director yesterday. Um, outside of the summit, uh, outside of the Bechtel Reserve. And, uh, um, you know, I just wanted to go into a, a little deeper into who actually was, um, you know, pro- you know, actually doing the protesting. Um, now it looks like to me it was sort of a, an umbrella protest. There was more than just a West Virginia, um, citizens action group. It would, I mean, was, it looks like you had healthcare now there, or healthcare for America now there. Um, are they an umbrella? Group with with the uh, Citizens Actions Group. I don't I don't know anything. I don't know even what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, I know about the event yesterday. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the organization. If there is any organization of that name, I've never heard of that name before. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, they they had signs actually. Uh, Miss Gallo was um, offering me a um, healthcare now healthcare for America now sign. So did a little more research and then. Uh, Dug up a, a few, you know. Are, are are you all linked to Planned Parenthood or um, the? Um, uh, uh, let me see here. I've got so many notes here. Are you all, uh, re- I guess, linked to abortion funds or have any uh, the abortion funds? Yeah, well, the uh, National Network of Abortion Funds. The National Network of Abortion Funds. Yes, I've never heard of that before. Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, all right. So, what? Are you a reporter? 
Um, I am a citizen journalist, sir, and I, I do it for a lot less than uh, than your people do it. I promise. <laughs> so, um, but no, I I, I have a um, I'm I'm one of those uh, bloggers who uh, just go out and uh, try to write the wrongs they see, and um, I just want. Well, I hope to- you don't you know bring up anything about Soros, which has nothing to do with us at all, and, and whatever this article is you're going to write because we have no absolutely zero connection whatsoever with uh with him so i understand well um now i'm sure that's not convenient for whatever it is you're trying to write but that's true i mean and and again i hope you help uphold the uh journalistic standards of well again other journalists but i wouldn't i wouldn't part of my credo is uh truth um so that's uh, that's that's what i'm trying to get out there um i guess uh what's the name of your blog um, it's uh, it's actually uh, a little more than a blog. It's a, uh, a an entire website. I have a podcast. It's uh, neocrusader.com, and you're more than welcome to check it out. I'd love for you to. Episode 15. What do you crusade on? Um, God, country, truth, justice, and um, you know the the republic. So um, that's uh, I. Are you in West? You're you're based in West Virginia. You all were 30 seconds from my home the other day or yesterday. So okay. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, um, I'm a, uh, you know, again, uh, I just, uh, you know, when, when, uh, she was there yesterday, she, I think she had a West Virginia free, um, t-shirt on. And, uh, I know that they are linked to, um, the, you know, the actual, they actually are uh, associated with National Network of Abortion Funds, which is, you know, linked to Planned Parenthood, which actually has, ties to a, a Soros group. So I, I was just wondering how deep that went. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, I, you, you really I know, think I know it, that work, huh? Well, I'm not trying to make it work. <laughs> we, just, we don't, you know, we don't get any money from West Virginia Free. Somebody wears a T-shirt, so you think, I mean, if I wear a Metallica T-shirt, am I getting money from Metallica? Well, I would think that if I was, I, I would think that if I was representing um, Metallica, though, I wouldn't be out, you know, with a Megadeth shirt on. So, and that's just what I was wondering. I, I understand that it's a grassroots thing, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash anybody for what they do. I just wanted to dig a little deeper because, um, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I'm, I have a few issues with um, some of the things that they were supporting. Um, not a supporter of the Affordable Care Act, but uh, I kind of uh, the news sort of spun it that way. I actually uh, was on the news uh, with you all yesterday and. They had me as a uh, participant, which I was not. I was just trying to uh, interview. Um, but uh, yeah, if you uh, maybe check out the site tomorrow, I'll, I will have uh, episode 15 up, and you're more than welcome to to look and listen. And I wouldn't even love to to have a, a representative on and at some point uh, on my podcast to maybe go into a little, you know, a little further discussion on it. Yeah, I mean, I think we're you know we're certainly happy to. Um talk about, um, you know, the impact of the Affordable Care Act on West Virginians. Um, Repealing um, the Affordable Care Act will have the (laughs) most detrimental impact of any state. Well, Um, as a a working, as a, and I'm a professional, I, um, you know, I work 60 What's your profession? I'm a, I'm a a certified technology expert, um, with, uh, I work in the automotive business, uh, for a, uh, Chevrolet dealership. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, in my, in my alternative life when I'm not crusading against things, that's what I do. Um, and, um, a 60 hour a week plus job, my premiums went from about, uh, $250 a month before the Affordable Care Act for a family, um, you know, for, to uh, I, I could have actually I was right around eight hundred dollars a month for everybody in my household this time, and that was just completely unaffordable. Um, you know, just completely unaffordable. Um, yeah. And so, and and my big issue is I'm I'm not arguing that we need some type of plan in place, but what I'm arguing about is a mandated plan. As a as a as a car salesperson, um, you know. Would it be fair if we said that um, transportation is a human right, and so everybody needs to have a new car, and if they don't, they're going to be penalized fifteen hundred plus dollars a year for not having a new car, and that's essentially what the well, no, actually, the transportation issue is a perfect example. 
you have to have insurance. But insurance, um, you know... Everybody has to have insurance because it's a bigger liability uh, for others if you don't have insurance. It would be more expensive for us if we don't have health care, if people in West Virginia don't have health care and they're stuck using more expensive emergency rooms, et cetera. That's the exact analogy. Well, no, actually the thing about it is, though, that with, um, you know, with... Automotive insurance, you know, and, and I'm saying not in automotive insurance, but mandating that everybody have a new car, not the insurance. I understand part. that you're trying to make but, a different analogy, but, but the, the in, it's insurance. It's not new cars. We're not putting new body parts on people. It's insurance for what well, think great. And and again, and but again, the insurance that that is in the automotive sector isn't, um, you know, it's still free market. I can go around and, and, and uh, you know, the automotive industry isn't, you know, sure. the automotive insurance industry isn't collapsing um, under the weight of this. So, so I mean, it's it's not really a fair, uh, you know, uh, parallel there. Well, but, you know, I think you're right. I mean, I think there, there probably should have been a freer <laughs> marketplace, but instead the um, – at the time um, – when the Obamacare got put into place, there was talk about having, um, you know, a national marketplace. But instead, the, um, f- you know, folks on the other side who didn't want it to be as strong made it be state by state. Well, and so yeah. instead of, and I think that's something that probably everybody would agree with that opening it up to saying, you know, that there's not, you know, one per st- one insurance or two or three insurance companies per state. Just have everybody compete nationally. Okay. It would be better. I uh, mean, I, you know, I, I think there's probably better systems than that, but right. that's, you know, that would be better. And uh, yeah, so um, I guess um, hey, I really appreciate your time, by the way, I, and not to not to call up. I, kn- I know you all probably have a hard enough job, but not to call up and I'm not trying to hassle or troll anybody. I, I really appreciate your time today. But um, I would done, as far as a, a PR rep or, or somebody to uh, – that I could maybe get on my podcast at some point. Uh, would there be a contact that I could speak? Uh, to? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know which who, who would be, but um, I'll pass along the the website information and um, and shoot it over to folks. I'm probably end up being uh, Alex or Gary or Valerie. Great. Okay. Well, I mean, and uh, again, uh, and I would love to open the conversation back up with her. That would be great. But um, other than her, there was no other paid protesters there. Am I? Am I, I correct? I have no idea. I don't oh, know okay. who was there. I wasn't there. I got you. Because I, I actually have her on film saying saying that nobody was paid for that, and that's that's just sort of what I'm confused about. Um, you know, I, I, it was sort of passed off as grassroots things, but as I started looking at the signs that were made, they, you know, they were actually printed out signs and, um, you know, which, which told me it was, it was some type of political action, um, group. And, uh, so I, you know, I'm just not really, I'm not really sure why she would state that no one was being paid for that. Um, so I, I don't know. And, you know, like I said, I just, uh, just wanted to, to dig a little deeper and I, I greatly appreciate your time today. Though. All right. Take care. Hey, thank you, sir. Have a good day. So there you have it. We um, had a pretty good conversation. And just for the record, um, the West Virginia Citizens Action Group, uh, the gentleman that I spoke with, you know, they, they claim no affiliation to, to Soros. Um, so, you know, that they, they don't uh, claim, uh, you know, that they receive any money, anything like that. So... We have that out there, but um, yeah, Miss Gallo, I would uh, welcome the opportunity to open the conversation back up. Um, would love to uh, to do an interview over the phone and uh, just just kind of get things out there. I, I would love to discuss, um, you know, some of some of the groups and and maybe have you shed some light if they're misconstrued, if uh, if what's out there is misrepresented in any way. I want to give you the opportunity to um, to clear the record, set the record straight. I will be more than happy to give you, uh, you know, time on air. So, um, other than that, I think I'm going to, uh, you know, just close with, uh, well, not close because there's a whole nother 20 minute segment where you get to hear the initial July 24th, uh, 
intended episode before you know the the fake news bomb but uh but I, I just want to say that in regards to fake news, I was not the only victim uh the president was by far um a greater victim of the fake news smear um you wouldn't have known that forty thousand boy scouts were chanting the president's name you wouldn't have known that the majority of west virginians overwhelmingly supported the president and you wouldn't have known that he was giving an inspirational speech to the next generation of people out there uh, apparently only leftist ideologues with um you know with their organization skills have a right to be political at the summit bechtel reserve um so yeah the news was in a tizzy because apparently the the president was too political um so fake news ladies and gentlemen but um and I also would welcome uh, um, CBS News. Um, I would be more than happy to sit down with you and, and sort of discuss everything if you want to give me a few minutes. That would be great. Not necessary, though. So, um, other than that, I'm going to go ahead and cut into the July 24th episode and uh, enjoy. Hi, good evening. Thank you for joining in. It is July the 24th, and um, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, is in my small hometown of Mount Hope, West Virginia, the gateway to the summit, the Boy Scout Summit, and um, he will be making an appearance there. And uh, what's really cool is... Uh, I had a chance to uh, run across uh, some protesters who had a, a few signs and, uh, you know, uh, a, a good mix of people. Um, and it was, a, it, it was a pretty positive experience overall. Um, wasn't as perfect as I would have liked it to be, but it was a pretty positive experience overall. Um The protesters were outside of the entrance of the uh, Boy Scouts, uh, of the Scouts uh, Bechtel Summit Reserve. And I stopped to um, interview them, and my, my son, thankfully, uh, was doing a, uh, a, a good job on the, on the camera, so I appreciate him helping out but um yeah i went uh i went up and uh, just wanted to talk to some of the protesters about exactly what it was they were protesting um there were women children white people black people veterans um and i expected i expected honestly it to be uh more of a a paid protest. They claim no one was being paid. They claim they were all from West Virginia. So they were all West Virginians. And uh, what was really great, the positive thing about it was that they didn't have their faces covered. Um, nobody came up beating drums or throwing urine on me. Um, nothing was being burnt down, but it was West, it is West Virginia and you're in the middle of a a uh, a scout reserve, so <laughs> you don't uh, you don't really have a whole lot of buildings to loot uh, where these people were. So, uh, and uh, you know the great thing about it was is you know it looked like a good mix of people from maybe the entire demographic of West Virginia. Um, like I said, there there were veterans. Um, I would almost bet. Now I didn't I didn't really. It was so loud, and I didn't really have the proper 
audio equipment to record, um, you know, the, the actual, um, interview process once they got so loud. So I just sort of, uh, had a discussion and it was, it was a positive discussion overall, um, with, uh, a woman that now, one thing that, that sort of, uh, there were, there were two things about the protest that sort of had me a little apprehensive, um, my kid's about freaked out because I was like, look, Derek, I need you to run the camera for me. I need to hop in on this. And, uh, so he hopped in, uh, my daughter was, uh, sort of, uh, thinking I was crazy and not wanting to do it. But, um, we got out and, um, you know, we, we all, me and my children all walked up there. Um, a lot of those people seemed to be, uh, you know, educators, um, all walks of life. So, um, but I was apprehensive though, because as soon as I got out of the car and you, I I have it on, uh, on the video, um, I will post the entire video underneath the, the media player. So, um, you know, basically I was apprehensive because we got out and they were yelling health care is a human right not just for the rich and white so i don't know if they were just trying to rhyme something with right but it was it was i'm, I'm sorry it was a little racist to clump all white people into um you know the 1% i'm not the 1% but um you know still just um you know kind of a kind of a, a racist overtone there and and i i was i thought oh here we go this is going to be this is going to be fun um but you know like i said um thankfully they were they were peaceful people and i wanted to thank them uh peaceful protest is what makes us stronger when we can when we can talk to each other like like uh you know we did then democracy flourishes. Um, America flourishes. The the lifestyle of our our population flourishes. Um, and there were evil on both sides. And you know, I'll I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, you know, I was I was there in support of the president. I drove by in my little bright red Chevy Spark with the uh, Donald Trump, the uh, the white Donald Trump campaign sticker uh, still affixed to the window. And when my kids realized that I still had a Trump sticker affixed to the back of the car, they made them uh, doubly nervous. But, um, yeah, I mean, all these people seem to be from West Virginia. Um but they had signs, um, you know, things like uh, repeal Trump care. And, um, you know, I, the man, we brought the man in to fix the issue. And I'm a salesperson. I am a, I, you know, I, that's just ingrained in me. And, it's not a good deal when someone is forced to buy a product. You know, if uh, if a car company could um, get it written that you had to have transportation because it's a human right, or you had to pay so an, an unreasonable amount for public transportation... And if you didn't, then uh, you were penalized. And, um, you know, if if Obamacare, and that's what it is, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, but if it's a good deal, why are we forced to hop into it? It's... <sighs> In my opinion, as as a person, um, you know, has who has been affected by the 
Affordable Care Act, personally, I view it as, you know, I, I realized they were trying to to expand coverage to people who normally couldn't get it, and they were trying to, to fix that. But in my view, I view it kind of as sinking the ship so that everybody is in the water. <laughs> because, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting out there bobbing in the water now. Because I, I just, I can't understand... how a politician could go on television and with a straight face say you have to vote on it before you know what's in the bill. How how awesome would it be if when you were, um, you know, at a car dealership, the salesperson looks at you and says, you've got to sign all the paperwork before you know what the numbers are. And that is exactly, it is exactly what happened. So, you know, but to sit there and protest and, and people in the media have warned that it was going to happen this way. Um, They warned that, you know, the train wreck that is Obamacare is going to morph and and it will be known as as Trump care and um you know I, we the people hired the president to fix it he came to it he says he's going to uh, you know he he stepped up he said i'm going to fix this country they, these are the things that are wrong with this country. And overwhelmingly, America agreed. So, the thing is, is if I were a mechanic, and I were to, you know, you were to bring me your Ford to fix, just because I attempt to fix it, doesn't make it, you know, you don't change the the make of the vehicle from a Ford to a Pinot. So, yeah, I mean, he's, the legislation that he's trying to pass through, um, yes, he'll be, he, he will be, you know, this, this will be his baby now. But, you know, he didn't, he wasn't the conductor of this train. So, you know, the, the big thing is that, that really blows my mind is the pushback from not just the left, but both sides that implemented this upon we the people. So, yeah, I, you know, protesters, if any of you check out this, this podcast, and I hope you do, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on, on care. One of the one of the people in the video, and, and you'll see it, it you know, it said, you know, he said, we have dropped more bombs. If if we just, you know, we would have health care essentially, if the money that was applied to, um, you know, bombing Syria and and bombing, um, you know, all of these places in the war on terror. Over the last eight years, you know, I think what he was getting at was we would have had a pretty good chunk of this issue resolved, this health care issue. And the thing about it is, is that the president currently is smashing ISIS. And so, you know, in that front, he's delivering. So, yeah, um, you know, maybe he's trying to spend less money on bombs by eliminating the need for them. But, um, you know, another guy asked me, well, if, um, you know, he made an allegory as to, um, you know, would I not try to put out the fire if if my house was on fire, referring to health care? And I said, well, I 
I did attempt to put out the fire. I, I, I voted for the right man, you know, in 2016. And that's, you know, I believe that's truth. Um, he has, within the first hundred days, um, you know, he had done more than for America than a lot of the, uh, the two-term presidents. So, yeah, I back the man. But uh, moving on, yeah, I, I lost my, my health care. And, uh, you know, it is not affordable. Um, if we are going to be taxed, then no taxation without representation would imply that representatives read the bill. So, you know, those are a few. Um, I was, I actually, a Fox affiliate, uh, Fox 59, picked up, uh, you know, what was going on, and uh, they asked me to um, to do a quick interview. And uh, as of this recording, I have not seen it, so I'm interested in, in exactly what was going what was going to be recorded i i asked jarek he did a fantastic job with the first video um there was to be a second video where jarek recorded you know me doing the um the interview but you know he he said well they were recording it i didn't think i needed it needed to record it and i need to explain to him how clips of interviews work but um fortunately the the you know the gentleman was really nice um and he's going to um send me both the um the raw footage that he shot and the um the actual report so that's going to be awesome Uh, really really cool people there at fox 59 so um you know there was a darker side um to the whole thing though and it it was race it was it you know like i said i i mentioned earlier that there was um racism on both sides and um you know in addition to the white um you know comments and and lumping us into the you know the 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 privileged elite because of the skin color um the during the interview a gentleman drove past and at a at a fairly high rate of speed um I'm surprised he wasn't pulled over there were a few Troopers posted at the, you know, obviously because the president was in town, um, posted some of West Virginia's finest. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's just uh, being where they need to be and not leaving there just to ensure, you know, security. But for whatever reason, um, you know, a, a gentleman drove past while I was doing the interview. And I, I'm almost certain that this is going to be co- be part of the interview. Um gentleman drives past and he basically manages to drop the F-bomb and the N-word at a high rate of speed um, as he's going past the um, the protesters. And so, you know, that that's when I had to look at the cameraman and say, you know, this is what we don't need. Um... You know, so while the protesters lumped all Caucasians into the quote-unquote privileged class, um, it's not true, and it divides us. That it, it's it's a wedge. Um, you know, this passerby when he drove past and um, you know cursed at the at at the protesters. Um, you know, I just, I personally believe that this is the crack in which our human, you know, 
it's just that's how our humanity gets invaded by evil. This this hate that racism breeds. Um, you know, it it it's the wedge by which you know once once that once that crack is is you know hammered into and that wedge drives deeper and deeper it rips us apart at the seams and we can't afford to do that we can't afford to become a, a venezuela um you know you just have to see beyond that you have to you have to move beyond the i just i see where people associate racism with trump now i experienced that for the first time today but the president didn't say that you know um I can't assign what one person does when they drove past. Um, You know, I can't put that on a political affiliation. Um, You know, especially when the president is a person who is known for purchasing, you know, good old boy, whites only golf courses and opening them up making them more diverse. You know, especially when the man has received awards from, you know, the black community. So, you know, anyway, it, um, it was a positive thing, though, overall. Again, these, these people were peaceful. They were well-educated. And, you know, I just, I can't be, you know, I, I, I don't know, a, again, and like I said, I, I didn't get the the protesters' names or anything like that. I did not, um, I, I, you know, I'm not a reporter, obviously. Um, but I, I didn't get a lot of information. That at one point, uh, the, the lady, I, I, when she came over, she sort of, spearheaded coming over and talking to me and I started thinking hmm let's throw some jargon around and so I looked at her and I said so are you the A-team leader and she instinctively said yes so at that point I thought "Ooh, wait a minute I think I have some some paid protesters here some you know SJWs um but it's at a little at a point after that she sort of backed out and um and you know stated that everybody was there because they believed that they wanted to be you know they they believed in what they were there for not because they were being paid $15 an hour by a Soros backed foundation um so they were you know they seemed like they were decent people but, um, you know, you know, I just, it's a lie. It's a false perception that, you know, the president or his supporters have anything to do with racism. And so, you know, Maybe it's time I, I need to move past the paradigm of seeing people as right or left, you know, Republican or Democrat. Maybe I need to take the filter down to its barest, most essential element. And that would be when I look at these people, when I'm exposed to these people, does my spirit go. Ah, ah, ah! Because if it does, then then they're they're evil. Um, 
and maybe that's how I need to look at it. And maybe I need to look at myself in the, in that own light. You know, I, I I guess if I'm going to expose, if I'm going to look at it, in, you know, in the light, um, I'm going to be standing there as well. So, um, you know, again, I didn't come at these people with a, um, you know, a hatred or anything like that. Um, I just I just wanted to respectfully get their opinions. Uh, wanted to 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 see exactly what they were about. Um, they had some pre-printed material. I believe maybe the lady was an organizer that I spoke with, but, um, you know, it is what it is. She says, you know, that, that it's all voluntary and, and so that's fine. Um, she did try to pass off a sign to me, um, regarding healthcare that had a, an actual website on it. I wanted to go in and check out the group. I'm going to have to do a little more digging. Um, I still, you know, like I said, I need to do a little more research into who these people are. I just, I wanted to get the, uh, the podcast recorded so that I could get everything up and uploaded. And then once I have the actual, um, footage from the, from the, uh, Fox 59, I'll post that under the, under the media player as well there. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm mad as well, protesters, but I'm not mad at the president. And, um, you know, I, I truly believe he is going to make America great again. I truly believe he has already started making America great again. And so I've got the man's back. Um, you know, until he signs a bill that, that says we all need a, a chip in our forehead or hand to, uh, to buy or sell, or, you know, starts, uh, dropping people into FEMA camps that the, the previous administrations have, uh, allegedly built. Um, yeah, I'm going to give the man the benefit of the doubt. Um, this is, uh, uh, the video itself is going to be about eight, nine minutes long, I believe. Um, so if I remember correctly, so, um, I'm probably going to not go past the 30 minute mark with this episode. Um, just wanted to, to get a little, uh, report from the, from the front lines, um, so, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, it was an experience. And again, overall, it was a positive experience. Um, I'm with the people on a lot of what they said. We definitely need some type of health care. And, and, you know, the, the president has, even in his inaugural address, the man hinted at the scientific wonders that he wants to, I believe, unlock for the people of America. So I'm I'm going to give the man I'm going to give the man 4 years and I'm going to try to give the man 8 years if he wants it. I will do everything in my power, Mr. President, to ensure Trump 2020. So um other than that, uh you know, just uh try to remember that you know, whenever you're attacked with racism or, you know, you, you are presented with that in the media or even in real life, when you see these people, try your best to, um, to overcome it and realize that it's like a zombie plague if you let it bite you, it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. So, um, I really appreciate everyone's support. I really appreciate everyone coming and checking um, the website out and going to Blueberry and going to Spreaker, which, uh, 
I'm really, really fond of uh, the Spreaker platform, I have to say. I was a little skeptical, but I enjoy Spreaker as well. And that is a non-paid endorsement. Because obviously, I am not doing it for the money. For God. For time. For truth. For Thanks justice. For listening. And for the Republic. Have a good day. NeoCrusader.com The calm is coming, it's getting near Our conscience numbing, we have no fear I called my friends up and they're all here For pudding and vodka, yeah, 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 yeah Oh, is that you?